Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Circle Opens, a podcast devoted to a chapter-by-chapter review of Stephen King's The Stand. Do you need an affordable source for Stephen King books, movies, collectibles, and more? Make sure to visit Secondhand Bookery at secondhandbookery.etsy.com. Listeners of this podcast can use the coupon code THECIRCLE for 20% off their order anytime, and there's always free shipping to the United States. That's secondhandbookery at secondhandbookery.etsy.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah, and thank you for joining me this week on our journey through the stand. As with every week, I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. So today we're going to talk about Chapter 69, but first, a quick recap of Chapter 68. Last week, Trashcan Man was in the desert, well aware of how badly he had messed up when he set fire to the fuel trucks and caused two helicopters to explode, killing Flags-only pilots. Trash considers killing himself, but ultimately decides to atone for his sins. So he searches the desert to bring back something big, something deadly, and he finds it on an abandoned army base. In Chapter 69, we remain in Las Vegas with Lloyd. Lloyd is feeling morose and drunk when Whitney Horgan arrives to talk to him. Alcohol seems to have loosened up Lloyd's lips because he begins to mock Flag. He calls them their fearless leader, the Midnight Rambler. Whitney warns Lloyd that he might want to watch what he's saying, considering what's happened to Heck Drogan and Eric Stellerton. Lloyd knows this. Lloyd knows that the walls have ears. Lloyd offers to make Whitney a drink, saying that they can enjoy it by the window and take in the view. Whitney immediately says no. It reminds him too much of the woman who took a dive from Flag's balcony the day before. Flag's so-called wife. The woman Flag had introduced as his bride had taken a high dive the day before. Lloyd remembered Ace High saying that Dana couldn't jump from the balcony because the windows didn't open but the penthouse had a sun deck. Guess they must have thought none of the real high rollers, Arabs, most of them, would ever take the dive. A lot they knew. Whitney wonders if Nadine had gone down on her own, but Floyd doesn't know, and what does it matter? Wouldn't Whitney take a dive if he was married to Flag? Then Whitney brings up Tom Cullen, but Lloyd has heard nothing. Nothing from Route 2 or 30 or 74. Nothing from I-15. Nothing from the back roads. Everything is covered, but Cullen is nowhere to be found. He's in the desert somewhere moving east. But Lloyd doesn't care. What can he tell the free zone anyway? Just let him go. This also makes Whitney uncomfortable, as Lloyd is getting pretty close to criticizing the dark man again. The boss. Lloyd continues and says, I'll tell you something. He's losing his stuff. You ever hear that fucking saying? It's the eighth inning and he's losing his stuff and there's no fucking body warming up in the bullpen. He continues, losing his stuff. First Dana, then this guy Cullen, his own wife, if that's what she was, goes and takes a dive. Do you think her double fucking gainer from the penthouse balcony was in his game plan? And what about trash can man? Lloyd says, with fiends like that, who needs enemas? Lloyd simply doesn't understand. He says everything was going so good, right up to the night he came and said the old lady was dead over there in the free zone. 
He said the last obstacle was out of our way. But that's when things started getting funny. Whitney keeps trying to interrupt, and he finally manages to get Lloyd to focus so he can tell Lloyd what he came there to tell him. Whitney plans on leaving. Him, Ace High, Ronnie Sykes, and Jenny Angstrom, they're cutting loose, and Whitney knows he's probably crazy telling Lloyd, who is so close to the dark man. Lloyd asks where they're going, and Whitney explains Brazil, probably. That might be far enough. Whitney explains that a lot of people have been leaving. Well, maybe not a lot, but quite a few. And there's more every day. They don't think Flack can cut it. Some are going north, up to Canada. That's too friggin' cold for me, but I gotta get out. I'd go east if I thought they'd have me, and if I was sure we could get through. Whitney stopped abruptly and looked at Lloyd miserably. It was the face of a man who thinks he has gone much too far. Lloyd promises not to tell the dark man. Of course, Whitney thinks Lloyd should come with them. But Lloyd explains that he can't. He owes Flagg too much. Flagg got him out of a jam in Phoenix. And he says, but it's more than that. He's done something to me, made me brighter or something. I don't know what it is, but I ain't the same man I was, Whitney. Nothing like. Before him, I was nothing but a minor leaguer. But he's got me running things here, and I do okay. It seems like I think better. Yeah, he's made me brighter. Lloyd lifted the flawed stone from his chest, looked at it briefly, then dropped it again. He wiped his hands against his pants as though it had touched something nasty. I know I ain't no genius now. I have to write everything I'm supposed to do in a notebook or I forget it. But with him behind me, I can give orders, and most times things turn out right. Before, all I could do was take orders and get in jams. I've changed, and he changed me. Yeah, it seems a lot longer than it really is. So Whitney realizes that Lloyd is going to stick it out. Lloyd says yes, to the very end, either his or Flag's. Lloyd didn't have it in him to tell Whitney that he believed Whitney and the others would be riding cross trees. And Lloyd was Flag's second-in-command in Vegas. What would he be in Brazil? Whitney and Ronnie were both smarter than him. He didn't want to be a low chicken among their group. Once, he wouldn't have minded, but things have changed. And when your head changed, he was finding out. It most always changed forever. Whitney thinks maybe it'll work out for all of them. Lloyd says, sure, though he doesn't believe it. He thinks to himself, I wouldn't want to be walking in your shoes if it comes out right for flag after all. I wouldn't want to be in your shoes when he finally has time to notice you down there in Brazil. Riding a cross tree might be the least of your worries then. They toast each other. They toast to no one getting hurt. When Whitney leaves the room, Lloyd falls asleep. There were no dreams, and that was almost worth the price of the next day's hangover. As for Tom, he is still heading east. He was north of Gunlock, Utah on September 17th, the night before he had passed pretty close to three men gathered around a small campfire. All of them had guns. He had to make his way through a tangle of boulders, and when he sent a small splatter of pebbles rolling into the dry wash, he'd frozen and peed himself a little. King really likes to talk about people losing their bowels when they get scared <laughs> or peeing themselves. Uh, the men heard, and while one went in to investigate, the other believed it was a deer. His exact words were, put your thumb up your asshole and investigate that. And that put an end to it. So the men stayed by the fire, 
and Tom was able to creep along, watching the fire recede with agonizing slowness. Finally, it was gone, and a great weight seemed to slip off his shoulders. He began to feel safe. He was still in the West, and he knew enough to be careful. Laws, yes. But the danger no longer seemed as thick, as if there were Indians or outlaws all around. And with the sun coming up, Tom found a place to curl into a tight ball and sleep. He needed some blankets, as the days were getting colder. Then sleep took him, suddenly and completely, as it always did. He dreamed of Nick. A short chapter, but we do learn quite a bit. Lloyd is having some major doubts about Flag. He's getting drunk and expressing this frustration to Whitney. It seems like a lot of things have started to pile up on Lloyd. Being left in the dark about the red list, being blamed for Cullen getting away and having Flag attack him. Not to mention the fact that Flag, who is supposed to be so powerful, has been unable to get any of the spies, at least not in the way he wanted. So I think that Lloyd is feeling disillusioned. Flag was his savior. He gave Lloyd power and purpose. Lloyd saw Flag as this omnipotent being, and now he's seen firsthand Flag's mistakes and his flaws. Knowing Flag didn't trust him or think to tell him about the Red List has put a major dent in Lloyd's faith in the Dark Man. However, when Lloyd is told by Whitney that Whitney and some others are cutting loose and leaving town, Lloyd is almost furious in his explanation that he can't leave. He owes Flag for saving him. He owes Flag for giving him a second chance, for making him second in command. He owes Flag to stick around to the very end, whether that means until Flag's death or his own. And it's almost like Lloyd is bitter over this. He's stuck, and he knows it. There are shades of Nadine there. Like Nadine, Lloyd feels like he has no other option but to stay with Flag. Besides, Lloyd is pretty sure that Flag is still powerful enough that if he gets wind of defectors, he will find and kill them. Especially if Flag comes out on top at the end of everything. Plus, there's the whole idea that if Lloyd left with Whitney and the others, he'd no longer be top dog. Being with Flag has made Lloyd feel smarter. He could give orders. People respected him. And without Flag, what was he? And who was he? He would be the low man on the totem pole with the others. And Lloyd doesn't want that anymore. He doesn't want to be a follower like he was with Poke. He likes being a leader, and he cannot give that up. So while Lloyd certainly seems to have doubt in Flag now, there are still a lot of factors as to why he can't and won't leave Vegas. I'm sure he might change his mind if he knew Flag was considering having Lloyd have an accident after wintertime. Uh, Flag feels not an ounce of loyalty to Lloyd that Lloyd has for him, but I doubt that is surprising to anybody. <laughs> I also wonder just how much Flag would care that people are leaving. Nadine told him, and yes, it was infuriating, but I think I think in that chapter, Flag was more infuriated by the fact that Nadine was poking at all of his sore spots um, and his inability to see what she could see. Because even with Trash Can Man, Flag knows that he killed his pilots. He blew up his helicopters and his fuel trucks. He's gone rogue. And he has not gone out to try to find trash. He hasn't tried to put an end to that 
you know, as soon as he possibly could. So if he's not in the right mindset to even track down one of his biggest threats, or maybe he's still misjudging trash, I highly doubt that he's going to be on the lookout and leaving to search for people who defected to Brazil. Um, That's just my personal opinion, of course. I think Flag is a little distracted by everything that Nadine put in his head. So I think the really the last thing he's worried about right now are some people sneaking out of town. Unless, of course, they're spies. <laughs> so yeah, we do get confirmation that Nadine's warnings to flag about people leaving in the night were true. And not just lies to get under his skin so he would kill her. Whitney tells Lloyd about this, that a lot of them are starting to have doubts themselves. And Whitney even admits that he would go east to Boulder if they thought... Um, that Boulder would have him. Whitney is a secondary character, but we've seen sparks of his humanity here and there, especially with Dana. So this doesn't really come as a surprise. Like I said in the past, people are not black and white. It's not always good versus evil. And there are shades of both in a lot of people. Even Dana couldn't figure out why someone like Jenny Engstrom, who she had become friends with, would be in Vegas. And she came to the conclusion that Jenny was simply scared. She needed somebody to lead her. She was manipulated. Tom Cullen had noted that there were nice people there, but they were lacking love. So yes, there are people who are seeing things going badly in Vegas, and they are leaving. And like Nadine pointed out, Flag couldn't see them, leaving right under his nose. Lloyd does promise not to tell Flag that Whitney and the others plan to leave. So while Lloyd can't go, he seems to understand why Whitney would want to, and he bears him no ill will. Although he does think Whitney and the others will likely die at Flag's hands. And then a really quick, uh, short sequence with Tom, who continues to move east, and he's avoiding all of Flag's men. So is he just being really stealthy? Or is there something or someone watching out for him and protecting him? Is there a higher power at work here? According to Lloyd, there were a ton of highways being checked. A lot of the routes are being checked, the back roads, and none of them have been able to find Tom Cullen. Cullen even passes by three armed men with very little trouble other than peeing his pants. (laughs) So we learn that it's getting colder, and when Tom sleeps, he still dreams of Nick. So Nick is clearly still guiding Tom and ensuring his safety. Tom needs the safety for sure, but maybe Flag needs someone to help him out too, because next week in Chapter 70, Trash Can Man finds exactly what he's looking for, and he has big plans for it. I'll also be going over Chapter 71 next week as well where Flag decides once and for all to find out who the four men are who are coming to kill him. That was a really short chapter. This is a short episode. I hope that's okay with you guys. It was pretty straightforward. Um, We see that more things are starting to fall apart for Flag in Vegas. People are starting to leave. We got confirmation of that. And Lloyd is having a really hard time because he's doubting flag. He's losing some of his faith in flag, and yet he feels that debt. He owes flag to stay, so he's going to stay. And you can see how it's really, it feels like it's paining him to do so. 
So it'll be interesting to see where things go, especially once they realize that uh, more people from Boulder are on their way to Vegas. So that's it, you guys. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, it would be fabulous if you left me a rating review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, every single one really helps get the podcast noticed. And I truly do appreciate all the kind words you guys have left for me. Thank you so much. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at thecircleopens.com or thecirclecloses at gmail.com. And of course, as always, I'm on social media at The Circle Opens. I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all getting through this really tough time. Hang in there, everybody. Hopefully there is a light at the end of the tunnel. M-O-O-N, that spells. See you next week. 